Good morning, Vietnam. Hey guys, how you doing? Hi. We are so excited. I know. It's 8 30 and we're not morning people. No, that's we saying, are not. That's saying something. I know. I had two cups of coffee. I probably sound like a spaz, and that's okay. I'm just I'm just a little sad that I was asleep when you got here naked in my bed dude you were butt naked (laughs) butt naked in the buff that's because I was trying to get into the tub and just you didn't make it I did not make it (laughs) didn't happen and she said she was gonna make coffee and everything and uh yeah you you came over here and was the bigger sister she gave she gave up I did (laughs) she gave up on the morning I gave up on the morning Uh, oh man yeah we're getting old man it's crazy i know right everything hurts everything Everything hurts hurts. and it sucks man i hope nobody's like super hungover from our drinking game the other day i'm a little worried about that is your conscience (laughs) is your conscience is clear Oh, oh man! Ow! Yeah, she didn't even have time to prepare a story, so it's gonna be all me, guys. You're gonna get to hear my my ums and my imperfectness and my language that I don't even know. I didn't get to prepare a story because if you guys haven't seen it yet, you must go check out our new promo video. And it's on YouTube. It is. Yes. And I watched it like 10 times, guys. If you don't think that's funny, you're not our people. (laughs) Go listen to somebody else that's boring, okay? Yeah. You're not our people (laughs) if that's not funny to you. Because I died. I died laughing. (laughs) I mean, you guys just got to go watch it. She did such a good job. She worked so hard on it. So go. I mean, it doesn't look like she did, but she did. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did work very hard on it. I can't. I mean, obviously don't know how to animate really. It's like she's born to do this. It's awesome. (laughs) So those are our new cartoonies. Yes. And I love them. Yeah. We've got little cartoon characters of us. So please go check it out at Those Weirdos from Michigan. On YouTube. Yes, YouTube. We only have one video on there so one. far. But we will add to it a little cartoony video every week. Yes, we're new guys. We're new. So we're trying we're we're trying so hard to get it going for you. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, it's 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 perfect. It's perfect just the way it is. Yeah, it is. So um hey. What do you got for us today? Oh, we're already we're already on to the story, eh? I'm really excited to hear what you got. All right, are you ready for this? I am so ready because I love, I absolutely love your stories. Do you? I See, do. I feel like I'm all over the place, and now I don't even have my note cards. I'm just reading off my notebook, and um, I'm definitely Sarah, Sarah styling it today. Are you? Yeah. Well, good, because okay. that's what you know. We love it. Okay, so I got another present for you. Oh, jeez. And it's it, it, it's 8.40 in the morning, and we're going to have a little sample sample. So here's these little red Solo cups. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's 5 o'clock somewhere, guys. Yes, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. So today, I'm going to be talking about the 
what is it? Kiwi Naw Brewing Company, and it's in Houghton, Michigan. And I have a story that goes along with it in the same town. Um, but this beer is called the Widowmaker. The Widowmaker. And I thought that was super weird. So I definitely was like, this is my beer, and I definitely have to try this. And I looked to see where it was from, and I looked to see if there was any stories from Houghton, Michigan, and sure as shit, I found out some crazy stuff. You said Holt, Michigan? No, it's Houghton. Houghton. Okay, it's H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. Okay, gotcha. Is it Houghton? Yes, it's Houghton. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to try this real quick. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and pour it into our real little tiny, tiny red solo cups. I'll fill you up. Ooh, it's dark. It looks like a dark, dark beer. It's like it's like coffee. See? We're doing it right. It's like coffee beer, okay? And, and we're not drinking too much, guys. We're just having a shot. We're having a shot. And Sissel probably drank the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Plus some. Yeah, I had like, what, five? No, I had, I had like three of those other beers, those raspberry ales. Kind of smells like apple cider. Oh, it does. It smells good. It's probably going to be apple It's one of their popular ones. It's not bad. That is not bad, but I can definitely taste the apple. Yeah, I can taste apple in it, too. It's really good. Yeah, it really is. And it's not that hoppy. No, it's not. It doesn't not. taste like you're licking an envelope afterwards. No, I just still taste apple. Yeah, I do, too. It's like when I take a drink of Glyce apple cider and that apple just never tastes your, like it never leaves your mouth. Yeah. And you know what? It's not that sweet, which I like. Yeah. I like that. Too. I do not like sweet beers. They like, I swear if I have one, it feels like I have a headache afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, it's good guys. Widowmaker. And I'm going to give you a little background on this uh, brewing company. It's called Kiwi Na. It's like a Indian name, I think, or Native American, or whatever you oh, want to call it. That's totally an Indian name for sure. Yeah, um, Native American. See, I'm not political. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you, yeah. Anyways, the brewery was founded in 2004 from Paul Bozvane, Boise Bain, something like that. It's definitely a weird last name. And Richard Gray. And they actually worked in Denver, Colorado at the same oil company. And they got fired at the same time. So they decided, hey, let's get together. We're going to make some beer. So they ended up um, becoming successful their first year selling 400 barrels of beer. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, that is cool. They yeah. actually uh, don't do food there, which is fine because it seems like their beer company is really taken off. Uh, they ended up selling. <laughs> Uh, 1100 barrels and took a storefront next to their business and then the third year their business really took off and they sold 2000 barrels and added onto the store with a deck and a parking lot so people can come in and enjoy the beer they were also able to expand their business by purchasing purchasing a warehouse <coughs> to can their beer and ended up selling their thousands thousandth batch of canned beer by 2018 and then by 2018 they sold 11,349 barrels which is pretty cool and then the Comerica ended up seeing what they were at Comerica Park Mm -hmm. that's where the Detroit Tigers play guys you know not from Michigan Um, they ended up taking notice and they're selling their beer at baseball games now that's awesome. So they're they're really, I mean, from going from being completely fired, not knowing what you're going to do next, to a successful business where you're selling your beer at a baseball game, that's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, kind of lines up with us already having that many downloads. Yes. That's exciting. It is exciting. We I'm, had 53 downloads yesterday. That's crazy. I know. And like, I mean, it's probably not current now when we are, you know, from when we're recording this, we probably have more now. Hopefully. Oh, by the way, we, we do shout out to you guys. You, mm-hmm. you are our, our Irish fans out there. Yes, Ireland. I like Ireland. I love Ireland. <laughs> I really want to go to Ireland. You guys, Ireland is on our video that she just made too. And it's freaking hilarious. I like died laughing at everything on that video. And I don't want to give any spoilers, but super freaking funny. Go watch it. Um. Anyways, the Widowmaker, which we're drinking today. Uh, the name derives from a dangerous one person drill used in the regions where the cop in the Houghton regions they have copper mines wow so they use this drill and it's called a widow maker apparently a widow maker yeah pretty dark that is pretty dark i like it i like it a lot i do too so they actually um came up with this beer in 2009 bad ass yep that's so cool so yeah check out uh Man, this is a really hard... Now, brewery. see, why can't we interview the people who make the beer? Right? We can pick their brains a little bit. I know, because I really like beer. Now, you're really going to like what I have to say next. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yes. So, there is a place called the Anchor Inn. Have you ever heard of it? No. We have to go. We have to go. We have to go. And okay. once I tell you why, you're going to like probably shit your pants. And this is called what again? The Anchor Inn. The Anchor Inn. Yes. Is Anch- Anchor Michigan? No, this is in is Houghton, Michigan. It, is there an Anchor Michigan? No, this is in Houghton, Michigan. The Houghton. Same, yeah, Houghton. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Houghton. It is called Houghton. I'm not awake yet. It's okay. Me neither. We had beer and we had coffee. So there's that. Okay. Um, so the Anchor Inn goes way back to 1914. 
Um, it was built by the Aiken brothers and ran as the Aiken Hotel till 1933. During this time, it served as a brothel. And Capone and the Purple Game used to frequent this place. Like, they were regular clients. Ooh, just like McCordy Park. You know, Capone got around in Michigan. Yeah, he did. When I was researching this, I was talking to my dad. First, I needed to know what a brothel was because I thought it was like a fight club. and and it's funny because my dad's super religious so i think he had a hard time telling me what a brothel was to his little girl yeah but he said well honey it's a whorehouse (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh okay cool and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah you guys i'm real smart Anyways, (laughs) Um, so yeah, they were said to be regulars, the Purple Gang and Capone. They loved to, they loved their sex workers. You know, Al Capone was definitely the network marketer of his time. Dude, I think so. Yeah. And you know, if they're, they're regulars there and it's a brothel, can you imagine how many deaths probably were taking place in that place? I can imagine. Taking place in that place? Yeah. 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 Um, so in the mid of 1933, Cliff Chapman took over and renamed it the bra or well, it was an inn and brothel still the Cliff's hotel. After that, it sold and fell into the hands of Marie Best. And you guys are going to have to remember Marie Best because she's important to the paranormal part of the story. Um, so she ended up taking it over in 1960 and Best made the upstairs of the inn, in quotes, a hair salon. Yeah, suspicious. That but is. it was rumored to be that Best was the local madame. And again, I had asked my dad what a madame was. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what a madame wa- is unless it, we're talking like um, we're talking like the madame that did the hair serum why am i i'm i'm drawing a blank i did watch her show the earth watch the no, show on her. the hair salons were in quotes so she was the local pimp pretty much <laughs> yes <laughs> she was the madame she was the lady of the house yes um stress and all these these stylists in quotes stayed upstairs to service the men she kept it a in quotes hair salon for many years to keep the books from being an illegal business. Well, I got my new business idea. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to be a madame? I'm going to be a madame. Are you going to be a pimp? Pimp stress. Dude, we can be pimping. Pimping. Big pimping. She's getting her foot massaged right now. She's definitely a pimp right now. She's pimping. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not massaging her foot, by the way. It's just, yeah, that's, that sounds like super weird. It sounds like I'm massaging your foot right now while we're talking and I don't want them to have that visual. Why not? They'd probably be like, <laughs> some people would be like, why is she massaging her foot? Oh yeah. <laughs> she does pedicures for a living. It's true. I do. But yeah, she, I actually brought over, she was not feeling that hot this morning. We're, we're old. We're so old. 
Yeah. And she was feeling a little sore, so I brought over my massage thing for her to use. Yeah, I've got plantar... Fasciasis. Fasciasis. Words are so hard. <laughs> That's a podcast. No, no. What are I've, we doing? I've, We're not doing anything, right? I don't know what I did, but it's been hurting since I worked for Amazon. It's probably just because you were on your feet too long and maybe you don't have the right shoes. Well, my shoes are like $120 shoes that the company paid for. Well, they obviously don't have the right shoes for you. Yeah, I guess not. Everybody's different. Yeah. Um, anyways, so in 1985, changes owners again, becomes a legal business this time for reals. Sam and Gila Stajic bought it and made it in the Vallis Country Inn. It was... It was that way for uh, years, and then he changed it once more, the name, to Sam's Lounge. From 2003 to 2008, it was sold again, and it became the Funky Turtle. The Funky Turtle? The Funky Turtle. How do you go from all these very uppity names to the Funky Turtle? Obviously, they had weird owners like us. Now, when I say that, when I when I think of Funky Turtle, I think of like a laser tag and like maybe um, pinball or not pinball. Yeah, pinball. Pinball could be in there, I guess. Dude, yeah, I think it should be. It was probably like a little gaming bar or something. They didn't have a whole lot on it, so I'm not sure what they had in there at all. But uh, yeah, I would definitely go the funky turtle that sounds like a fun place to go <laughs> yeah um so in in 2011 it finally became the anchor inn as we know it to be today originally clive and dot climber that's so cute the, they sound like such a cute old couple clive and dot yeah they probably just have a lot of, they you know i bet they loved kids they probably did and they probably they just they just sound like a cute old couple yeah like, they do I want Brian and I to be like that. I I want to be like Clive and Dot. I don't even know them, but they sound like they're really cute. Yeah. Anyways, so they purchased it. And now daughter, their daughter, Rhonda, and her husband, Jason Spears, runs the place today. The Spears, and now I'm going to get to the paranormal part. You ready? So ready. Yes. So the Spears believe there is a portal to the netherworld. And the reason they believe this is because they're, in ancient times, they used to believe in ley lines. Do you know what ley lines are? Um, uh, <laughs> do you want me to get super nerdy on this one? If you want to. Okay, so um, to our listeners, we play World of Warcraft and why are people calling me this early? That is so unprofessional. It's and that's so a pod- that is a I- that is a <laughs> podcast. Don't. I thought I thought <laughs> I had my phone po- shut off, but apparently not. Anyway, ley lines. <clears throat> so <clears throat> ley lines. I believe ley lines are for little characters to go around and. It's like a mana juice or something. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Laser mana juice thingies. Nope. 
ley lines are in ancient times they believed that they were like like spirit paths like a spirit highway underneath where tragedies took place and i guess like two of them intersect on their road if you look at the map like of all the ley lines that they believe two of them intersect right by the anchor inn so they believe there's a portal that you know the to the other world that you know spirits come and go oh i was way off yeah a little bit (laughs) but there was i mean in world of warcraft you could portal on the ley lines so it kind of makes sense yeah it does make sense um <clears throat> Anyways, so that's why they believe there's so much paranormal happenings at the end. YouTube actually has a video, and I watched I watched it on the end. They interview Rhonda, who is now the person that runs the place. And she said that drinks will move all the time from the bar, which is wooden. And she believes that Maria Bess, the madam or the pimp, it's the spirit of her. And she is kind of pissed off because there's no coasters underneath the drinks. So that she moves them. Wow. Yeah. So OCD a bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> she sounds like she was definitely running a tight ship. Yeah. <laughs> tight, tight ship. Yes. I mean, I can't imagine those sex workers were really using coasters all the time. I, I mean, I just can't imagine that. Well, if she was in charge, maybe she was kind of like the Chloe of <laughs> the Chloe of well the brothel. You know, the, those sex workers probably had better work ethic than most of the people out here yeah. these days. Yeah. You know. So anyways, um she was giving a ghost tour. They they give ghost tours here to a group and she ended up, you know, just kind of moving the pool balls around on the table. She was probably fidgety or just talking to them. She put them in a circle. And then she took the group upstairs and gave them a little tour. And when she came back down, all the pool balls were, like, set in a cross. Really? Yeah. That's kind of creepy. There was nobody else in the building. So it was just definitely kind of weird. Um, this inn actually sounds like the perfect place to go for Halloween. In addition to it being haunting, you know, haunted, they actually have like attractions there. Somebody like makes all these computer stuff. There's an exorcist room where like there's, you know, the girl with the head turning and stuff. There's 13 rooms in this place, which is kind of weird. 13 ghosts. I know. Um, and... Let's see. There's also a chain chainsaw guy that, you know, pops out with the chainsaw. You know what I mean? At the Halloween, yeah. you know, stuff. Um, and he just scares the heebie-jeebie joys out of everybody. Heebie-jeebie joys. <laughs> so in addition to the real haunting that's going on there, at the end, you get the jump stick scares too. So you get... The best of both worlds. And I think I would be all for that. Yeah, I would I would be into doing that. That'd and then you would fun. have to like figure out what's real and what's not real. <laughs> uh, hmm. Maybe I really have to think about this one because I want to see real. Right. And I'd be really sad if I missed the real stuff and right. with all that scary like fake stuff. True. True. But you know. 
I don't know. It, it sounds like a pretty cool place to go for Halloween for sure. And it sounds like they have pretty good reviews on their food. So you can get a good hamburger before you get the heebie-jeebie joy scared out of you. Mm, that's exciting. So I am actually going to read some reviews I saw on some, you know, experiences that people have had at this place. Okay. The first review. I am a formal, former bartender slash server. I've worked there for almost three years. I work mostly on the daytime shift and sometimes would be there alone. I would always hear noises and voices when no one was around. I would see the faucets turn on by themselves a few times. And I've seen objects move. One time, a heavy brass helmet was sitting on the shelf and I had a few customers at the bar. The helmet went flying off the shelf like somebody threw it. It did not drop off. It flew across the bar and hit the floor so hard that it put a dent in it. The customers saw it too, and they were shocked. I had many customers report faucets turning on or hearing things or seeing things and being touched. Wow. Not nuts. I would love to see something like that happen. I know, right? That'd be awesome. I love that you're holding it like a microphone. Well, now I'm massaging my back. You're such a singer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, the next one. <clears throat> I've been a bartender at the Anchor Inn for six years. I have had numerous experiences there. Too many to tell. A few of the ones that stand out the most are these. One time I was closing for the night and I was by myself. My girlfriend was waiting for me to do my closing duties. I turned around and standing in the hallway, looking at me, was a man. He was tall and broad-shouldered. He was dressed in old clothing, like lumberjack. And they actually had lumberjacks back then, like like back in the day. Like that was a big thing, you know, when mm -hmm. they first opened. Right. Okay. He was there for a minute and then he disappeared. Another time I was upstairs in one of the rooms alone and I went to set something on the table and I felt and heard a breath on my neck and on my ear. It freaked me out and I ran out. Another time I closed up for the, and left for the night and realized I left my phone behind. So I went back to get it. As soon as I entered, I looked up and seen a girl standing in the hallway looking at me. She looked like a teenager and wore old fashioned clothing and a white gown. I grabbed my phone and she came towards me. I was so startled, so I just ran out real fast and got out of there. I was upstairs during a daytime tour and I seen a lady walk in by the doorway of the room I was in. She had old-fashioned clothes, a long flowing gown, hair swept up, and was in her 20s. She sounds like one of those sex workers. Yeah. I watched her for a moment, and then I realized she wasn't touching the floor, but floating above it. Then she disappeared. Another time I visited, I went to use the bathroom in the ladies' room, and when I went to go into the stall, the door was locked from the inside. The staff had to come crawl underneath and lock, un unlock it for me. But there had been no children there that day or around it. It was all older people who could have locked it like that. Then when I went, wait, wait, then when I was going to the bathroom, I heard the water faucet turn on. 
I thought somebody came in, but when I went to go out there, no one was there. I never heard the loud creaky door open or close. I was alone, yet the faucet was on. Ooh. Pretty crazy, huh? That is pretty crazy. That's all the reviews I could find on it. There was one person that said they worked there for like a year, but he never experienced anything, and he said that everything was pretty much explainable. So, but that's only a year, dude. And how long did you work there? Like, how many hours were you there at night? I mean, we don't know the whole story. Maybe he has a paranormal block like you do. You know, it's pretty possible. Because I'm pretty sure you have a paranormal block. Because I've seen some stuff when you were with me and you didn't see it. So Not at all. Maybe I'm just crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know because you and uh, Brian had the same experience. And I was in the same room and I saw you guys look at the same thing. Yeah. So, I mean... Maybe I'm just blocked. You never know. Yeah, I think you are blocked for sure. Maybe the paranormal doesn't see me and I don't see them. Maybe. Could be. They seem to leave me alone or they're just like, this chick is so unobservant and I'm bored. I definitely (laughs) want to go to the anchor end. I know that sounds like so much fun, doesn't it? That does. I would definitely go there. Yeah. Sissy day. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to go to the brewery and have a beer. Oh, yeah. The Widowmaker. Sure. I would totally take pictures. Oh, by the way, I know of one paranormal experience you did get to witness. Oh, yeah? Do you remember? Are you talking about the car? Nope. No, I don't remember. Okay. My memory is horrible. I'm getting old. One state. Colorado. Oh, yeah, but I didn't witness anything. We we took a picture and we saw the girl on top of the wagon. Yeah, we took the picture and it showed up later. But what did we feel the entire time? We felt off. We felt off and we felt like... And that place was like bare. There was nobody really there. What was that place called? Uh, Joe's... West Joe Buck? Or something like that? Buck, Buck Joe... Buck Joe's <laughs> uh, Western Town, I believe, or Old Man. West or something. So I think weird. they shut down because of paranormal activity. Really? Yeah. I don't know for sure. Buckskin I'll have Joe's? to look it up. Buck- Buckskin Joe's. That was it. Is that it? That was it. Yeah. And um, that was in Colorado. It was a ghost town. It like, was. They they actually opened it for an attraction. But her and I just felt really off the whole time and we we were enjoying ourselves, but we definitely asked the tour guide if there was any like hauntings going on because her and I were both like feeling a little uneasy and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we took pictures of the whole place and stuff. And then later when we got them developed, because it was back in the day when we had to develop pictures. No, we saw it on the computer. Oh, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you still have that picture? I do not, but I I would love to find it because that would be so cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, don't know where it went, but if we find it, we will post it on our Patreon page. Yeah, but there was like a little ghostly girl, um, playing on the wagon out there. Um, we didn't see it, yeah. but we saw it when we saw the picture, and then we saw a couple eyes in the the bushes. 
Yep, we saw eyes in the bushes. It was just, it was just strange. Oh, and I think we saw like a cowboy hat with a like figure. Yep, we did too. Yeah, that place was definitely haunted. I could feel it all the way through there. Yeah, we both could. But yeah, when we showed people pi- those pictures, they were just like, "Nah, that could have been something. Could have photoshopped been, it. Could have photoshopped it. Could have been a glare. But you know, people are never going to believe it. No. You can put any kind of picture out there or video out there and people are going to think that it's not real because they don't want to believe it. Well, see, one thing I do know that if you're trying to take a picture of the paranormal, worst time to do it's at night or when it's gloomy. The sure. best time to do it is when there's sun rays and there's energy that a ghost can actually draw off of. True. So it can manifest enough to show. Right. Right. So, yeah, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. That was an awesome story. Did yo. it give you the heebie-jeebie joys? It gave me the heebie-jeebie joys. That's awesome. How did you like the beer, though? For real? That beer is i would totally drink that beer yeah so That's if you guys good. all ever go to houghton to the ho house, <laughs> <laughs> to the, ho house. <laughs> the anchor in go and have yourself some beer and enjoy yourself because there's ley lines and portals to other worlds and come on let's get do excited. this get it 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 and you know you like it because you're weird yeah but don't be, be normal. normal it, it scares us and it's so weird it's so weird <laughs> it's so so weird yeah like us we're super yeah. weird and but we're not normal i don't know hey, did we introduce ourselves hmm. <laughs> yeah i think we did okay i don't know but my name's sarah and i'm stacy joe and we are those, those weirdos from Michigan. Michigan. Peace out, guys. Take care.